This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فقال الملأ الذين كفروا من قومه ما هذا إلا بشر مثلكم يريد أن يتفضل عليكم ولو شاء الله لأنزل ملائكة ما سمعنا بهذا في آبائنا الأولين إن هو إلا رجل به جنة فتربصوا فتربصوا به حتى حين قال رب انصرني بما كذبون رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي فالحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد Once again everyone السلام عليكم ورحمه الله تعالى وبركاته Today we find ourselves in surah al-mu'minun and this is ayah number 26 of the surah. It's a very short dua, Rabbin surni bima kathabun. It's a dua once again made by Nuh alayhi salam. Even though I spoke about Zakaria alayhi salam yesterday, I'm coming back to Nuh alayhi salam. And this dua has to do with a, you know, the escalating conflict between himself and some of the most well-spoken people and public people, uh, public figures, you know, the wealthy, the political, the politicians and things like that from his society that had more influence. People like that, a lot of people listen to them. You know, when they speak, for, for many reasons, they're the ones who decide economic issues in the community, political issues in the community. So they're respected and they have a lot of credibility when they speak. So those are the people that started speaking out against Nuh salam. And when they started speaking out against him, among the things they said, they said lots of things. They said, this is just a person like any of you. There's no such thing as a, him being a messenger. But بَشَرُ مِثْلُكُمْ all he wants is to show that in some way he's better than all of you. This whole thing about him saying he's a messenger and you should follow him and all of that, this is just his way of trying to feel more important. He's not any, any different than any of you. It's just that he has nothing else to show for himself, so he's come up with this entire story. And then they added other allegations. If Allah really did want to send a revelation, He would have sent an angel. We've never heard of anything like this before. Oh, you know what else? And then some others came up with even more allegations and said, In huwa illa rajulun bihi jinnah. He's just possessed, poor man. He's just saying these crazy things. It's not his fault. He's just possessed. So some came at him like, he's got a bad intention. He wants to take advantage of you, establish his superiority over you. Other people came at him and said, we should feel sorry for him, poor man. He's got a jinn on him. He's possessed by a, a demon. And that's why he's speaking the way that he does. And this didn't happen by one or two people or they said it once or twice. This happened generation after generation after generation. What I want you to visualize here is on the one hand you have one man, Nuh salam, And on the other you've got very credible people, people that other people listen to and they have a public platform and they speak when they speak, people listen to them. And they're all united. The one thing they have in common is their public criticism of Nuh salam. And it's not just their criticism. When they speak, other people start talking. And everybody's talking you know, about Nuh alayhi salam. And what is Nuh alayhi salam asking from them? Is he asking money from them? Is he asking influence? Or He's just giving them good advice. He's never hurt any of them. He's never caused any of them any harm. And the thing is that if you know, someone physically attacks you, one person attacks you, you might be able to defend. If two people might attack you, you might be able to deflect. 
if everybody's attacking you at the same time, there's nothing you can do. As a matter of fact, you try to defend from this side, you're going to get attacked 10-15 times from the, from the back. And that's physically speaking. But you know, when someone makes lies against you, which is what happens with Nuh salam, they've made lies against him. When someone makes lies against you, it's actually, it practically becomes impossible for you to defend yourself. Because anything you say, two, two things happen. Anything you say, they can take one piece of it, twist it around, turn it into ten new lies. And then you try to address those lies, and another hundred lies come out. There's nothing you can do. And on top of all of that, you feel like you're alone. And they are, their numbers keep on increasing, and their, their allegations, and the claims they make about you keep getting crazier and crazier. And then the crowd, the public starts saying, well, he's silent. It's not like he's defending himself. It's not like he came out and responded to this attack, and then this attack, and then this attack, and then this attack. It must mean that he's clearly guilty, or everything they're saying has to have truth in it. Otherwise, why would he be quiet? You understand? And every time, and it's not like Nuh alayhi salam, Allah did not defend him or didn't say at one point or another that he's not insane. Like our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, ma anta bi ni'mati rabbika bi majnoon. He was called insane, just like they said, faqalu majnoonun was dujir about Nuh alayhi salam, that he's insane, he's possessed by a jinn. Our Messenger was, was attributed that. He was, he was accused of having been possessed by a jinn. And Quran came to defend him. Now think about that. Allah's word came and said, you are not possessed by a jinn. But did that help? Did that stop the allegations? No. Allah defended the Messenger of Allah وسلم, but that didn't stop the mouths of the people. Those who were going to disbelieve, those who were going to hurl allegations, those who were going to continue to make propaganda, they were not going to stop. They were going to keep on going. Then the question becomes, what was the purpose of Allah's word telling the Messenger, you're not insane, or you're not possessed by a jinn? The same way I remind you, uh, allegations were made about our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. For an entire month, allegations were made about her. And at the end of all of those allegations, Allah revealed ten ayat. In Surah An-Nur, He revealed ten ayat. Even after the revelation of ten ayat, there are people to this day that make allegations against our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And sometimes the same allegations and sometimes even worse allegations. It's not like even the coming of the Qur'an, the word of Allah stopped that filth, it didn't. The, question, the first thing to acknowledge here is when people make lies against us, as this is not something new. When people make a lie against you, and this can, you don't have to be Nuh for that to happen to you. You don't have to have political elite of the kuffar making lies about you. It could be even people that used to be your friend. It could be somebody from your in-laws, ma'adullah. It could be somebody from wherever. Some, some brother, your own brother, Yusuf salam's own brothers made lies against him. In front of his face, he was a thief. They called him a thief in his face. And he knows that they're lying, but they say, you know, if our brother bin Yamin stole, فَقَدْ سَرِقَ لَهُ لَهُ مِنْ قَبْلِ You know, a, a brother he used to have, way back he used to steal too. <laughs> Yusuf salam, they don't know that they're talking to Yusuf. And he's calling him, you know, him a thief. And this is the first time Allah describes Yusuf salam felt pain. Like he actually felt pain and he had to swallow his pain. Imagine all the things he went through, being thrown in a well, being kidnapped, being, all of that stuff. He didn't, Allah didn't describe him as someone who's taken, taken in by pain. But this time he was taken, the grief overwhelmed him. When your own people, when people that you consider brothers, family, blood, relatives, when they start making lies about you, when they start saying things about you, well, what I'm saying is, one, understand that you may not be in a position to defend yourself. 
It may be that you're surrounded from all sides, and whatever you say might even make things worse instead of making things better. And if you're silent, then also it doesn't necessarily take the problem away because silence is considered an approval of guilt, an admission of guilt. So either way you're stuck. In that kind of a situation, the only one who can help you is Allah. Nuh recognizes that. And what does he say? He says, رَبِّنْ صُرْنِي بِمَا كَذَّبُونَ My master, aid me, bring me aid against the lies that they make about me. Give me aid, this is the dua. Give me aid against the lies that they make about me. رَبِّنْ صُرْنِي بِمَا كَذَّبُونَ And Allah Azza wa Jal, of all things, what does He do? He asks him to build an ark and escape from that place, to get away. Right? But the, these words, and Nusra is a very powerful word. The word Nusra is, I mean, I'm translating it as aid me, or even some translate as help me. But the word help has levels in the Arabic language. And when you ask for Nusra or Nasr, like إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ Like the wording of this ayah suggests. This is used when you are looking for massive aid, like military aid. Like an army was falling short and a reinforcement had to come. That's actually Nasr. When legions of angels descend and they come to help the believers who are one-third of the number of the army, numbers of the enemy, then Allah calls that Nasr. وَمَنْ نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ Right, that's Nasr. In other words, we're learning that when people make lies, that's not a small thing. That's not a small attack. And sometimes the attacks that are not physical, the attacks that didn't come from a sword or a gun or a bomb, sometimes the attacks that come from the tongue, they also need massive aid from Allah. So when people make lies like that, then you have to turn back to Allah and say, Rabbin surni bima kathabun, Master, aid me. Just give me aid against the lies that they're making against me. The, the, the way that they're calling me a liar. There's multiple dimensions to this word, kathabuni. You know? So this is actually a really heavy statement made by Nuh in another place in the Qur'an, when Allah described that they used to call him insane, eventually when it reached the, the very end of his career, he said, "Inni maghnubun fantasir." He said, "I am completely overwhelmed. I have been dominated. I've been invaded. I don't know what to do with these people anymore. I have no power over them. Nothing affects them, and their attacks keep getting worse and worse and worse. And their attacks are again not physical. They're not physical. Ghalaba in Arabic is used when one army takes over the other army, like Ghulibatir Rum. Rome was dominated. They weren't dominated by words. They were dominated by armies." But Nuh uses the word, Inni maghloob, I have been dominated, when words, lies, filth had overwhelmed him. And then he said, Master, you take, you, you provide the help. And even in that ayah, it could actually mean, you seek revenge. Actually, he turned to Allah eventually and said, you seek revenge. That's not the dua I'm referring to. I'm saying, aid me. Aid me against the lies that they make. This is a, it's a really serious thing that a lot of people suffer from, that happens in their life. Don't make dua against the people that are saying things about you. Some of them say things for bad intention. Some of them say things because they don't know any better. Some of them say things because they're careless. There could be all kinds of reasons why they say things. Some of them say things and they regret it later. It could be. We don't know the states of people's hearts. But at least, no matter what, think of it this way. If somebody threw a knife at you, and it stabbed you, it got to you, right? Well, their intention could have been, man, I was going for the tree, sorry. Or they actually meant to hit you. And they hit you once and they're getting their second knife ready. There's different reasons why you got hit. The point is, you're still bleeding. So even if they didn't have a bad intention, that doesn't change the fact that you're bleeding. You still need help. This ayah or this dua is about you getting the help. Forget how Allah will deal with them. That's a separate problem. 
That's not your issue. Your first issue is, what do you need? How do you heal yourself? How do you protect yourself? And that is, رَبِّنْ صُرْنِي بِمَا كَذَّبُونَ Master, aid me against the lies that they make. And look at the most, you know, you wouldn't even imagine this solution. Allah tells him to build a ship, build an ark. And people at that, this is early, early history. Nobody's seen an ark before. Nobody's seen a, a ship before. And Allah has given him the architectural map on how to build this thing. Allah has given him the architectural vision of how to build, where to put what plank, where do you put in the nail, from Allah. From Allah. And that's revelation is coming down. People are laughing at him. What's he doing? What's he building here? Is this, this is for water? Where, what water? We're in a valley. We're surrounded by mountains. Where are you going to take this? People used to bring their children to come laugh at him. That's what they used to do, you know. وَحَمَلْنَاهُ عَلَى ذَاتِ أَلْوَاحٍ وَالدُّسُرٍ Allah didn't even say, وَحَمَلْنَاهُ عَلَى السَّفِينَةِ We boarded him onto a ship. Allah said, we boarded him onto planks of wood and nails. That's how he describes the, the ship. Like, because it's all it's made of is like, one nail at a time, by this old man, alayhi salam. Meaning, Allah will provide aid from the most impossible means. You did not think those means have any, any way of protecting you, or helping you, or rescuing you. But when Allah decides that, that will come. So may Allah Azza wa Jal protect those of us that are suffering from any kind of humiliation or any kind of lies that are made about you. May Allah Azza wa Jal protect the dignity of all Muslims. May Allah Azza wa Jal not make us guilty of doing such things towards others. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Hakim wa nafa'ni wa iyaakum bil ayat wa dhikr al-Hakim.